Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? You know, I closed out yesterday's show by saying it was a clean episode. I didn't drop any F-bombs whatsoever. And um, now I don't have the official count on this. I'm still waiting for the official tally, but unofficially, 32. 32. 32 yesterday. I thought I, had, I thought I had zero. <laughs> 32. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, I have a problem. I really did. Like, Panther, you called me out on it and that said that it's it, it really is just part of my vernacular. And... I could not believe it. Listening back, I was—I really thought I had just not said a single one. Thirty-two. I, I said, if you're willing to make that bet, I'm taking that bet because I—I know I counted four in one sentence. I, was like, I don't know if you don't realize how bad it is, but I don't. No, I honestly don't, guys. I—I I genuinely, at the end of the show, thought it was. I, I was like, wow, I did not say it once. And then and then Arch was like, well, I brought up the Mets. I was like, I did not say anything during the Mets conversation. And yeah, it was three times in the Mets conversation, which which was a, a three-second clip. I said, I said it three times. Well, because I think for you, it, you've dealt with the Mets for so long that they aren't the Mets. They're the fucking Mets. So anytime you refer to the Mets, you refer to the fucking Mets. Good or bad, it's the fucking Mets. But you know what else is unbelievable? I know you know. We've done this uh, shit for over three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Back to back parlays. Unbelievable. We should just retire it right now. We're never going to do it again. I was about to say, I mean, because we hadn't won one, I think, since like January 18th. It had been almost a month since we'd won our last one. So I went back and it's like winning these two, we're still in a, in, in a deficit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's like we haven't even made up for the last time we won one with all the losses we've had in between there. But, but Panther, I mean, take solace in the fact that, I mean, most of those were Saxy Maxi's fault. For this month, yes. These Saxy Maxi was on the show as much as me. I think with that win yesterday, I'm up to now 50% for the month. Oh, so it's only 50% your fault. <laughs> it is true. Right, right, right. It is true. He, 50% he is, of my pets. <laughs> he is up to 50% on this month. He, he's accurate there. He's uh, three and three. So, Oof. yeah. yeah. It's, he's lighting the world on fire there, Panther, with, <laughs> with your DJ Parlay picks. Uh, uh, you, well, listen, I mean, you guys are tied. Arch, you're 50% for this month. As well that's right so, 
Yeah. Overall, though, Panther, you want to go over the overall stats? Oh, no. <laughs> should, we, we should everyone else know the overall stats? Oh, you can. I don't care. I, oh. I don't hide behind my stats. I, I know it's not good, but um, this, the NBA is almost, almost getting bettable, and my blind squirrel rationale with hockey is starting to finally right the ship. One of our loyal listeners, Joe si- uh, Seaman, who listens, he's not part of the book club, but he does uh, message me all the time. He bets the parlays. He even threw down some money on my all-hockey parlay yesterday, which I missed by one game. Missed by one game. Those, those goddamn sharks. I know you were sweating yeah. in the third period, Max. I know you were. Uh, of which game? Winnipeg. Yeah, well, both of my games, because yeah. they both went to OT. The, yeah. the uh, Bruins also went to OT. But yes, uh, that Winnipeg game. Uh, uh, listen, uh, what can I say? Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, I'm blessed to be around Panther and, and, and absorb his hockey greatness <laughs> right now. It's it's getting it's getting me out of a, a dark hole of losing. Like it really it really has been a rough month of hockey betting for me as well. After being just un, like unbelievable for the first couple of months of the season, I, could, I just really could not miss. And then the last month or so is just really humbling, humbling. So uh, thank you, Panther, for for letting your success uh, impact me as well in hockey. I feel like I'm turning a, another corner because of your guru ness in the NHL. There is no guru. The, the, I, I could, if you held a gun to my head, I couldn't name three players in the NHL. And I, I, I think I even had this conversation with Arch after the show, and I think you'd already jettisoned. But I'm like, I'm having more success with something I know far less about than the shit that I feel like I really know football. I know basketball. And I really know college football. And I could not get any fucking traction this year at all. You no, know, that's because like you let those preconceived notions, you let your mm-hmm, mm-hmm, your perspective mm-hmm. cloud everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I just follow my instincts every time I say something stinks, but then I dive right into that fucking trap anyway, right? <laughs> Dick first is sexy coins. <laughs> every time. Were there any uh, NFL coaches that went uh, D first into a trap? Would you say? Ooh, I, I can think of one that signed yesterday. That uh, man, he's he, he better be great at Call of Duty. We we joked about it yesterday. Uh, the poor Philadelphia Eagles, because I mean, listen, it's the team that we all grew to love around here, and we're rooting for, and we, we wanted much success for the Philadelphia Eagles. But this poor team have just now lost two of their top coordinators in in subsequent days. Their offensive coordinator is now the head coach of the Colts. We we mentioned that on the show yesterday. Poor one out for uh, Jeff Saturday, who gets to go back to being an announcer or mm-hmm. coaching high school or whatever he's going to do. And then now they lost their defensive coordinator to the Arizona Cardinals. It seems like no one wanted that job. And now someone took it. And you would argue that it wasn't one of the better jobs out there. Right, Panther? Uh, Yeah, I think that one in the Denver job were two of the worst jobs out there, mostly because of the uh, saddled contracts with their overpaid quarterbacks. But it's, it's a curious hire because you'd think with, if you got a, you're stuck with Kyler Murray and you hope to keep DeAndre Hopkins around for a while, you would have wanted an offensive guy, but they just could not seem to get an offensive coordinator, an offensive-minded coach to take that job. So now they get a defensive guy to come over. You know, they're, they're losing J.J. Watt. He retired. Uh, the defense was never that good in the first place. He's got a lot of work to do there. It's a curious hire, but I get it. You're a coordinator. You're looking for that first head coaching job. You're not really going to turn down an opportunity but man i just don't know if this is the one i would have wanted 
Arch, yeah. agree, disagree? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. This does not look like a good situation to jump into, man, at all, at all. The, I mean, the defense, as you said, wasn't that good. Where do they rank? Pretty low, right? I mean, they were like 26th, 27th. So you got a lot of work Higher there. Than I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a lot, a lot of work there. Well, they're still above the Packers. You got a lot of work there, and then now you've got a an offense that's just oh, there's a lot of problems, a lot it's, of problems. It's, it's, it's a ton of problems too. And first off, when your quarterback is the height of Panther, that's not great, right? I mean, that's that's really you don't want you don't want a quarterback that can has to jump to see over his uh, offensive line. That's that's really not a good situation to be in. Uh, two, that quarterback enters the season as injured. Remember, he injured himself uh, pretty significantly in this past season. And three, you got his his top wide receiver, the guy that the only time that that he's looked good, the only time Kyler Murray's looked good on the field is when his top wide receiver was out there and that guy wants to bail and I, I again we've noted possibly kansas city which i know archie would you would probably love that uh but also jacksonville as an opportunity as well so uh, if, if d hop leaves arizona this this team has nothing they've shown me offensively over the last few years that that demonstrates that they could be successful without a top wide receiver out there in kyler murray so I think this team is is a disaster, but someone had to take the job. Someone had to take that job. And uh, I, I think I saw that every single coaching hire made in this offseason had a tie to the Eagles. It's crazy. I think there was seven or eight guys. Uh, Frank Reich, of course, uh, he, he, he had a tie to the Eagles. Uh, Sean Payton, I believe, played for the Eagles or coach. Yeah, you know, was a assistant. All the guys that had a job in this in this uh, offseason. Yeah. He- as a head coach has a tie to the Eagles. So uh, maybe that's it. Maybe Shanahan's time is over. Maybe the Shanahan family reign is over. And now it's, it's the Eagles reign. Nothing, nothing like success. That's it. Nothing succeeds like success. I I mean, nothing, nothing says success like the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that for generations though, right? You had the Bill Walsh family tree, then the Seifert tree. And then, you know, the uh, Bill Parcells tree, like it, the Belichick tree kind of leaves you scratching your head a little bit, but we, we've seen this where uh, they start picking from the successful teams. You know, this I, man, Max, maybe, you know, I don't know, but we felt like DeMarco Ryan made an incredibly bright play, smart play by getting an eight year deal with the Houston Texans. If I'm the guy, I don't know the guy's name. I apologize, but the guy that took the, the Cardinals job because of the Kyler Murray situation I would have needed a guaranteed contract that long because three years from now, I'm probably going to have a different quarterback, right? This Murray thing is, it's much like the Russell Wilson. They put themselves in a corner that they can't get out of. Yeah, I'm looking up the, the, the details, but I mean, I think any head coach nowadays should really push for as, as especially in a shitty situation like this, as much of a, uh, a contract as you can get right so it was jonathan gannon by the way is the uh the new head coach he was the defensive coordinator for the eagles uh, i'm trying to find the uh what, what he signed for I'm, i don't know if they've, they've mentioned that uh, but, yeah um a five-year contract five years so i think uh, five five years is i think the minimum of a coaching contract that that people should be asking for nowadays because it does seem so fickle they don't give time for coaches to make mistakes right I, I feel that 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 window is almost like two years three years most and often one year i i, I really 
I really applaud uh, D'Amico Ryan's down there in Houston too for, for after seeing what happened with with Cully and and um, uh, who did they just fire um, your man yeah 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 uh, Lovey right Lovey. Uh, so so after seeing them fire those guys in, in subsequent seasons I you're damn sure <laughs> I'm gonna want an eight year deal so I'm getting paid no matter what. Um, you know, yeah, it just, it just doesn't seem like coaches have the opportunity now to fail. It's like success is almost like expected unless you're a tanking team. <laughs> well, then they still fire the coach. Yeah, right. And, and, and then they fire them for, for not tanking enough like Flores and uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Lovey. <laughs> I can't get over that. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, I think he, what he needs to do is indeterminate length of contract. But you can't fire me until Kyler Murray's been removed from this, the team for one season. Right, ex- exactly. That would be a great contract. The negotiation is like, I'm going to do what I can with 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 this quarterback. Yes, but I get, just no. I, yeah, I get one season after we <laughs> cut his ass. I will pick any quarterback off the scrap heap. Exactly I'll take that one for a season. Yeah. Now you got to think that came up in the interview process. Is you know the quarterback situation, what they're going to do with addressing the weapons, DeAndre Hopkins, the running back situation, all of that has to come up, but. Um, it is the modern day NFL, right? Not only do they expect instant success from their head coaches, they want it from the quarterbacks too. If, if we're not successful in three years, we're not re-upping you and we'll go draft again and start over. Like they should. Uh, this is the, it's the new NFL. It's yeah. Where and, we're at. and they're not wrong the way the contracts are structured. They're not wrong. If the guy's not working out, don't, don't, don't subscribe to a sunk cost fallacy. Just cut his ass and get somebody else in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, especially especially because we've seen that the the teams that have had success are doing it on the rookie contracts. Typically, uh, Patrick Patrick Mahomes, of course, signed what I would consider to be a a very favorable contract. Looks for, better for, every <laughs> season that goes by. <laughs> you know, it, it looks like the most valuable contract in the NFL right now, uh, in regards to uh, uh, the teams val- <laughs> getting a value for for yeah. uh, for what he does on the field. Uh, but we've seen it. Most teams are getting there on the rookie deals. And once those rookie deals are over, if the guy's not, we said it, if the guy's not a top guy, cut, cut the losses, just walk away, just walk away. And I know, I know there was some chatter in, in the book club about the, the Jalen hurt situation. Cause Jalen was drafted, I think in the second round, right? He wasn't a first round guy. So he is contract. He, I think he's up for an extension this year. He doesn't get the five years. It, it really is. So his rookie contract window was much shorter. So now it's like, well, they're going to have to re up him. What does that mean for, for that team moving forward? Uh, because I think he is a type of guy that I think he's demonstrated enough that you're going to give him I'll say top dollar, but but you know I think I think a pretty a pretty lucrative deal for for this guy uh, more more so than a lot of other quarterbacks. I think he deserves more money than 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 Kirk Cousins, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but that's not saying much. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, did you guys happen to see what happened with Derek Carr? No, by the they way, they did cut him. They cut him. They okay. cut him. Yeah. But but the the subtext of this was is. <laughs> they had a trading place between him and the New Orleans Saints, and apparently Derek Carr and the Saints aren't dead quite yet. But the Saints basically told Derek Carr straight up, "We're not paying you that much money." Like they they told him straight to his face, "Like if if we make this trade, we're we're redoing your deal immediately, and and you're making less money." So I wonder if it's a little bit of an ego thing where he's like, "Okay, well I'm going to test the waters out there, Derek. I'm going to tell you something that the waters ain't good for you." <laughs> And no, no one's paying you forty million dollars a year. No one's paying you thirty million dollars a year. I think this is going to be lucky to make twenty million dollars a year. I, I genuinely believe that. I can't disagree. I mean, here's a guy on the the wrong side of his career, coming off 
probably one of his worst seasons that he's had. Um, he's typically, you know, he's a great locker room guy. He's not a turnover machine, but unless you are a quarterback away from really making a run, like a 49ers, is Derek Harvey a difference maker that gets you up there with the Bengals and the Chiefs and the Bills and the Eagles? I don't think so. I mean, where is Derek Carr going to go? New Orleans, um, anywhere. Where, where can he go that they've become an actual instant legitimate contender? I don't think those places exist. Only San Francisco, only the Rams. I can't think of anybody else that just can do a plug-and-play quarterback like this. No. I I really don't think so. I think I, I think a lot of offenses are kind of I won't say stuck stuck in their ways of of the type of quarterback that they need. I think there are very few offenses in this league that that could take a guy that necessarily doesn't have that I'd say experience in that offense and then quickly learn it. And I, I agree. I think it's a, it is the McVay and the Shanahan type offense. Um, Really, sorry, I mean, sorry. No, no Eagles uh, tree that I can think of. <laughs> what about, like, I'm, what about I'm, Washington? Well, they, they've got a Ron Rivera problem in Washington, honestly. Yeah, they had a chance to solve it, and they didn't do it. And there was a rumor, uh, shit, the Washington Post, I, I want to say, said had a story that Snyder may not be selling the team now. He's not, uh, mm-hmm. he's not inclined right now. He may not be getting what he wants. And I don't know if you remember the um, the NFL let Snyder extend or uh, like get a line of credit to keep things mm-hmm. going. This is a few mm-hmm. years back, mm-hmm. and apparently the NFL is happy to sit back and wait mm-hmm. because the payment's going to come due, and he can't afford apparently to pay this loan. So he's going to be forced to sell the team. Wow! So they're not going to wow. forcibly remove him because they can just sit back and wait for the interest to kick in. Yeah, uh, I mean that that's that's absolutely that's astounding. And really, though, it's Panthers' point though. I mean, I think. Washington has been looking for that quarterback ever since they they let Kirk Cousins walk out the door, which you could argue was both the right decision and the wrong decision, if you think about it. Uh, the instability at quarterback for Washington has been a major problem for this team, but they decided they weren't going to overpay for a mediocre quarterback. <laughs> so, uh, in in many ways, like they, they've they've suffered as a result of it. <laughs> that's for sure. But you could also argue that they made the right decision. So do they now reverse course and, and overpay for a mediocre quarterback this time around, uh, knowing that uh, uh, it's just it, – talk about right, – I, I, let's rank the instability of quarterback situation in the NFL. You'd say the Colts, the Washington Football Club, and the Denver Broncos, right? I'd say – the Broncos are stable. They're just stuck. No, shit. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, I'm oh, leading up to Russell Wilson. Over, yeah, 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 yeah. Over the last few years, you, you you think the definition of instability? It's those three teams, right? I mean, we're gonna throw the Panthers in there too. I was gonna throw the Panthers in yeah. there too, but they were really stable up until Cam got hurt that year. So I'd say maybe the last Even couple the, of seasons, you know, the second reincarnation of the Browns. Yeah. Browns. Yeah. It's been a legacy of fuckery with quarterbacks. So, so again, I, th- I yeah, think for for, for, uh, for an organization starving for some maybe stability, uh, yeah, Derek Carr might be able to get overpaid by Washington. I don't think I don't think the Jets would necessarily overpay for Derek Carr, but their owner did say that they want to kind of break the bank with a quarterback. I know that their top guy, of course, is Aaron, but. Maybe they maybe they get suckered into overpaying for for Derek Carr just because their quarterback situation is is, is pretty bleak as well. So, I uh, will see in well, the coming days. It, someone's going to sign Derek Carr. 
and especially if the division rival Miami Dolphins are backed into a quarterback issue. Uh, Derek Carr, I think, would look great in Miami. I think he could do a lot with that offense. That's a good point. Um, That's a good definitely point. Definitely be a, a playoff team. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. My, or Miami might be another plug-and-play situation with that talent mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as wide mm-hmm. receiver. You almost expect them to get Jimmy G, though, right? Like you, you feel like Jimmy G would be that 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 quarterback that they bring in in Miami because it wouldn't be a total cuck situation for Tua. It would just be like, hey, here's a guy that is, you know, he, we know that he's a, a dependable guy as a, as your backup Tua. Dot dot dot. We know that your brains are scrambled. Unless they were content to just ride out Bridgewater, I don't know if that's the case. No, Jimmy no. G's just an interesting case because I don't think he's a long term solution for anybody. And now that the Philadelphia Eagles hired, or excuse me, the Colts hired the Philadelphia Eagles OC, I if I'm a betting guy, they're solving their quarterback issue in the draft. Oh, it's I Bryce. think with that it's particular coordinator, yeah. It, yeah, I think it has to be if Bryce is there for them to pick. Yeah, I think so. I agree with everything you said. You could probably even take the term uh, "long term" out of the the sentence, though, Jimmy G. <laughs> Any term. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's take a quick break let's talk about the book club book club is a private discord server panther someone new joined yesterday i believe we got two new what uh we had oh yeah contrarian wins right up arches alley that's a name that arch would love and e bills nine uh, i'm gonna assume we have with arch kind of informed me we're getting an influx of guys joining the book club and i gotta believe it has a whole lot to do with steve and phil and nascar season so guys Welcome to the show. Welcome to the, to the Discord channel. Glad to have you here. And uh, please get in there and shoot the shit with us. We love talking to the crew. Yeah, which is a great segue to mention that uh, there's a little race that's happening this weekend, NASCAR-wise, and Phil and Steve will be firing away with their picks uh, any minute now, probably. So you oh, can we have access- got some, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I've seen some filter in already. So uh, all you got to do is go to thedgens.net or everyonehateswins.com. It is Wednesday, so sign up now for three free days. That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And and then once you see what you can get, uh, it's only $25 a month after that to get more access to NASCAR throughout this entire season. But plus the darts, man, the darts. Crazy. Craziness. Uh, you wonder if you can bet on darts? You can bet on darts. You can bet on video games. You can bet on all this stuff. If you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, right. Oh, and did you see they're interviewing Eric Bieniemy over in Washington, too, for the offensive coordinator oh, job? Are they for the offensive coordinator job? I think oh, I man. think I think that's the writings on the walls. They want to be out of the Rivera business. Yeah. yeah how many so. how many yeah. losses does Rivera get before Bieniemy the head coach? Exactly. What that is. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that might be a good situation for Bieniemy. I know he wants a head coaching job, but he has also got to look at the offensive coordinator positions that are most likely to also result in a head coaching job. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that that's definitely one of those. Uh, I, you know, apparently, I've 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 said a lot of bad things about Eric Bieniemy, and I know that, but apparently, uh, one of the reasons that this team was able to do what they did in the second half is apparently he just watched footage like all week or the two weeks or whatever between like all he was doing was watching footage, and so he he wasn't necessarily calling plays, but he was pointing stuff out to both Mahomes and to Reed about things that he saw in the footage. And that apparently did help. So maybe that was him saying, I've got to up my game if I want to be a head coach and and do something like this. And apparently he did make a difference in that second half. So uh, just again, from what I've heard, some credit to Eric Bianami. I, I completely dropped a deuce on him after the Super Bowl. So you was... dropped a deuce on him for years. Yeah, Everybody dropped really some deuce on NBA. NBA, I only got one today. Let's talk Cleveland and Philadelphia. Both teams coming into this game with winning streaks. Philly has won three in a row. Cleveland has won seven straight. If you look at these teams, a lot more similarities. Uh, Each team sits about three games or so back in their respective divisions. Uh, Each team, of course, want to make a a long playoff run. and then probably intersect at some point. Uh, both teams have been dominant at home this year. The one edge that I would say that Philadelphia has over the Cleveland Cavs is Philly's managed to look pretty good on the road. The Cleveland, not so much. <laughs> Cavs have managed to uh, win their last three road games, uh, but the competition wasn't that great. Overall <laughs> on the road, not a very good team. However, I don't need them to win today. Am I still getting points for Cleveland? You are uh, one and a half up to two. Well, not two, up two. No, wait, no, it is two and a half of FanDuel still. Two and a half. Two and a half. All, right, All right, listen, I. there you go. I just need them to lose by one or two points today. $10 bet on the Cavs. Yeah, I, I listen, on paper, you compare these two rosters, I actually do like the Cavs roster better than Philadelphia. The, the Sixers just centers too much on 
Harden and Embiid, and sometimes when Harden's shot isn't falling, uh, they, they just can't seem to get any help anywhere else. I just, I just hate Cleveland on the road. I, I don't care if they've won their last three in a row. I, I hate them on the road. Uh, if I get one and a half, I'll take it. But I was laying the two and a half. Give me the 76ers for 10 bucks. There you go. I'm jumping on the 76ers as well with you, Panther. I like them an awful lot. Minus the one and a half. I just need them to win by two. <laughs> take it. I will take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, 10 bucks on, on Philadelphia. Well, there goes my NBA. Panther, what else you got? I just got one more game. Let's take a look at Dallas hitting the road. Going to take on Denver. Uh, I like Denver. I mean, Denver's playing way better than I ever thought this team was going to be. They actually almost look like they might be the class of the West. Dallas, kind of like Cleveland, kind of like Philadelphia. They suck on the road. Uh, the, the Kyrie Irving thing, the first game, you know, him and Luka look great together, but wow, they got Luka some help, and everybody else decided to not fucking do anything. Like, it was Luka, Kyrie, and then Christian Wood coming off the bench. There's a chance Christian Wood doesn't even play this game because he's still nursing an injury. I, Denver's going to win this game. I have no doubt in my mind. But I think Dallas can at least keep it within the seven, seven and a half. So give me the maps plus the points for 10 bucks. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that Dallas can keep this close. I'm going to lean the Mavs with you. Some more support here. Uh, Dallas not been a great road team this year. However, uh, it's it's kind of a different team now with Kyrie. Of course, uh, he's he's pleading to the press, uh, ple- pleading to stop asking him about his future. So so if if you see Kyrie, don't ask him about his future. It's a distraction. Just let him play. Just let him play and enjoy playing with Luca for this one season before he does bail and play for the Lakers next year. Uh, I will lean the Dallas Mavs. Uh, unfortunately, I'm on the other side here. I like Denver minus the uh, five and a half here. Panther, you're only getting. I guess you can still get a plus six. Oof, it's dropping. Yeah, it is. Vegas agrees. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah, I'll take Denver. Ten bucks. Fuck it. Fuck it. Love those fuck it bets. That's all I'm betting on in the association. Oh, boy. Um, I want to scroll up here because <laughs> I can't. I can't stop. I don't know how to get out of it. I'm stuck in a site. Here we go. San Antonio's playing Charlotte, uh, and the Spurs <laughs> are plus seven, right? Yeah, so still seven and a half out there. I will take it. I love the Spurs, and I don't know how to get out of this cycle. Uh, Ten bucks on San Antonio. You know, until I, f- I figure out a way to automate my spreadsheet, it's still a manual. I'm entering games in there. I'm typing in, and and so I look at the game and I see how is Sacramento getting six and a half against Charlotte, and I'm like, what what am I missing here? It's like, oh, oh, not SAC, SAS, and yeah. uh, then it turned into a different story here. I I think Charlotte could probably cover this one. They're not a very good team. We know that, and someone's got to win, and uh, I think Charlotte does win. Six and a half does seem a little too chalky, but yeah, I think I think Charlotte probably still beats San Antonio. So a lean on the Hornets. Yeah, I don't like those two teams that are going to have a whole lot of ping pong balls in the lottery. I thought the Hornets would be better, but man, they've really regressed from last season, and the Spurs are absolutely full tank mode. I, I don't. I think Popovich is just playing with players to see who he's keeping on his roster for next season, which does uh, incite a lot of blowouts. I'll lean Charlotte, but that is a team I do not trust at all. All right. Detroit is going to Boston. This is a weird one. Uh, Boston's line is shrinking. Last I saw uh, Boston opened up plus or minus nine and a half minus eight. Now eight That's definitely doable. Just if Boston's in the mood, they're going to win by 20, 10 bucks on the Celtics. Yeah. Pretty fascinating. They, uh, I, I, 
as of I guess seven o'clock this morning, I hadn't seen the injury report updated from uh, NBA.com. So uh, Boston hadn't submitted an injury report yet. We do know Jalen Brown's going to be out past the All Star break, but mm-hmm. the big question mark is about Jason Tatum. Uh, listen, the, the Celtics push it to overtime with uh, the Bucks yesterday. Congrats, Arch! You, you hit hit on that one, right? Um, did, oh, wait, did you did you buy, buy uh, uh, sell down? Did you get the six? Was that a push for you? Or uh, well, by the time of tip off, it was uh, higher. So I did sell points back, and uh, it still hit. You still hit. Okay, so yeah. you, you got a plus line then by selling points back. Well, I'm trying to look. In, I can look and see exactly. Keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, no. So again, Celtics looked impressive. They pushed it to overtime against. Uh, probably their biggest challenge in the East and they didn't have their top guys. This is a Derek white stepped up. He looked fantastic. And they had a whole bunch of role players just step up. This is a dangerous team. It's, it's well coached. We talked about what's the impact of Ime Doka not being there. <laughs> Apparently nothing. <laughs> so uh, I, I really like the Celtics team. Uh, I agree. I think that, I think that they could probably cover this one. I'll lean Boston with you. Hey, we're talking about shitty teams. Pistons like head of head of the pack, maybe even worse than the Spurs. But, um, yeah, that was, that was a lot of points. I think Boston could take care of it. They're at home. Detroit sucks and sucks twice as much when they're on the road. So uh, I'll lean on Boston, but I just, I didn't feel like laying that many points today. I took the Celtics plus 7.5 and, and got a plus 141 on that. Wow. Wow. And I was, awesome, man. I was sweating during overtime. Holy shit. A little shit. bit. A little bit. I yeah. mean, well, the Celtics went up, too. The yeah. Celtics well, went the, up the, in the overtime. fucking game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh man! Uh, all right, that's all I've got. We should shoot over to hockey. Yeah, I got one play in hockey. Yeah, I got one play in hockey. It's not a really bettable day in hockey, day. and and even the game I'm betting on, I'm not feeling great about. But uh, shocker here, it's going to be my DJ and parlay pick since I can't pick the the, the basketball game that I picked because you guys were both against me in that one. So let's talk about <laughs> that. Wouldn't bubbles. stop me, Max. Just do it. <laughs> I know it wouldn't stop you, but I am not you. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Buffalo Sabres at the Anaheim Ducks. Sabres uh, kind of slumping right now. So what better way to break that slump than to take on Anaheim? Sabres have given up 20 goals over their last four games. Uh, that's not good. Uh, while go- goaltending is kind of the easy scapegoat here, it's it's really been their overall defense. Uh, Laconin, he's going to get the starting goal tonight for Buffalo. And, and just look at his last game. He gave up seven goals. That sounds atrocious. However, he saved 33. That, that defense was just letting shots on goal there against the Flames. I don't think Anaheim can do the same. And this is a Ducks team that ranks 22nd in shots on goal, 29th in high danger shots. Um, if you look at their advanced metrics, now granted their expected goals for says that they should have a better offense than their 2.44 goals per game, but not much better. And if you look at their league worst goals against that's 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 right on par there. Uh, J- John Gibson's going to be in goal tonight. I think Buffalo's offense is going to come alive. Uh, I think it's worth the chalk. So an eleven dollar bet on the Sabers. Yeah, I actually I actually thought I was going to bet every single hockey game today and take the underdog because this is such an absolute shit show of a schedule. Uh, looking at Buffalo, the way they're playing, the recency. I don't like the way they're playing. This probably is an opportunity for them to get right. Uh, but Anaheim at home with a plus. What am I getting? About 170 or so? I thought there was enough value to take a shot here. So I don't think I've bet on the Ducks all fucking season. I hate them, but give me 10 bucks on the Mighty Ducks. Hmm. Well, see, Arch, you get what you want because I'm, I'm, I have, I've bet two games and I have to put one in the parlay and this is going to be the one. Yeah, yeah. So you, 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 agree. you, you win, Arch. You win, go. Arch. There you go. Okay. <laughs> that was your That's only game? A, that was my only game in hockey. Yeah. It's, it's a terrible day. Yeah. It is a terrible day. I got one more. I want to look at it. Admittedly, another flyer play, but. The Tampa Bay Lightning just played yesterday. They just won yesterday. 
They were on the road yesterday. They're on the road today to go down to Arizona, who isn't awful when they're at home. And I'm going to get near a plus 200. I'll take a flyer on the Coyotes at home for 10 bucks. I mean, I don't hate the play. I do have Tampa Bay winning. I don't have them winning enough times to warrant the uh, the chalk in that one. So uh, I'll lean Tampa Bay because I, I, the implied probably really is close enough. But I, I don't hate that play. That is it. That's all I got. For, uh, today, I, it would have been easier just to do zero in hockey. Uh, there you go. Uh, Tampa Bay minus 230. That's a 69% implied. Nice. There you go. Any nice. comments to speak of? Uh, Will saying, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Ramon saying, uh, what's going on, dudes? No, that's not what he said. And then he, he said, he said, he said, uh, the F is going on, dudes. Oh, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, and make it a third parlay, baby. He posted a pick. It does not look like a nice pick. Snow. It's snowing. I'm going to be flying out. I'm not going to get the snow, but uh, I'm going to be flying out to where there's a lot of snow in, in Utah. I don't think it's going to be snowing next week when I'm there, but you, know, I, you guys got only a couple more shows with me. And then what is it? Phil, Phil's going to be the spot guest. Next I don't know. Week? You might want to, I mentioned it in the uh, group chat, make sure to refresh everybody's memory. <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll do that. If not, I'll be you too. All right. Oh, yeah. You, you can just replace me with chat GPT. That's right. Text to speech, baby. We could just take all, all listen, all my write-ups from the, the site and, and just plug that into ChatGBT and use my voice and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Ramon calling me out. I wanted to see if I can go a whole show without saying one. Did you? I, I think don't recall I did. one. I, I think, think he, I did. I don't recall one. All right. It's, it, it, it really feels abnormal. All right. <laughs> what did we talk about today? We talked about the coaching carousel. It's almost stopped. There's still some coordinators out there who are going to get some jobs. We'll see. We, we talked about uh, the commanders and their shit situation. Uh, we talked about the NBA and NHL, of course. Max, go Mets. That's it. <laughs> I was thinking about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Benning House Lit. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rank, subscribe, download, listen to everything up. So, Panther, you know my play is the Buffalo Sabres. Sorry about that. I got to fade you in that one, but uh, I'd rather fade you than, I guess, fade both of you guys with, with that Sixers pick. So, uh, there you go. Buffalo Sabres. Uh, good call. R21. I'm looking. I'm not. Oh, shit. Uh, I'll take Denver minus the five and a half. Take Denver minus the five and a half. Which leaves me with the 76ers. So, uh, yeah, that's that's our parlay for the day. We got the Buffalo Sabres, the Denver Nuggets, and those Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, we're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly, exclusively, it's right here in the book club where we're just trying to get Max to say an F-bomb once in a while. Like, just let his inner self be transparent. Max, I'm keeping Max Scherzer in my basketball or my baseball league. Any thoughts on that? Is that a, is that a good is that a good keep? Get you excited yeah, for, for, for like half of the season. You should be fine. Yeah, right. But but you might you might want Verlander for the other half of the season because I, I don't predict that they're going to be healthy at the same time. So <laughs> yeah, probably never not. Maybe, can you combine both and have one pitcher? Because then if so, then you should be fine. But no. if you're depending on them to be one and two in your rotation, it's it's not a good idea. Way back in the day, Panther, yeah, no. did you have Luis Castillo on your uh, fantasy team? <laughs> uh, at one point, I did. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, stop, make it end. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, get your super shit with us, call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. Let's go for three!
and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.